thanks for checking out the Long and Short of It podcast. You can find us on all good podcast platforms. Please consider following or subscribing. We hope you enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to The Long and Short of It, the podcast where we discuss each of the games in the Metacritic Top 100 list. My name's Lawrence and I'm joined by... This is Dan, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? It's been a uh, it's been a few weeks, hasn't it? It has been a few weeks. I've lost track of how many weeks it's been. Um, yeah, I'm alright. I've had um, a few breaks. Um, climb Snowden, as I just mentioned to you. You did? And uh, yes, I'll be uh, climbing the next of the three peaks... Everest. October. Eventually, maybe. Well, that sounds really nice. You can make it like when I, when Celeste. I've got a death wish. Yeah. Make it like Celeste if, and I, have an internal fight with yourself. That that came into my head when I was climbing Snowden, and I thought that game was so good at what it was doing. But That's right. It made you think of it when you were game. climbing a literal mountain. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I, I reckon was talking about a different game. Well, yeah. I reckon it's been about three weeks since we last recorded so we've uh, we've had a little bit of time off whilst we've been playing this week's game and next week's game so we're a little bit later than anticipated with this one so apologies but this week we are talking about tony hawk pro skater 4 now tony hawk pro skater 4 came out in october 2002 and has a meta score of 94 it was developed by neversoft entertainment and is the third Tony Hawk Pro Skater game on this list. Now, it came out on a few different consoles, but important to note that the version that's on the Metacritic list is the PS, uh, PS2 release, although there were releases on GameCube, Xbox, and I think on the PS1 as well, which um, is in line with the other Tony Hawk games we played so far, because each of those was, uh, was still on the PS1. So, first off, where did you play this? I played this on my PS2. Um, I could have played it elsewhere, but it was a, it was a version that was easy to get hold of, and as you say, it was the version that was actually uh, nominated to be on the list. So I thought it was uh, appropriate to play it there. Um, how about you? Yeah, that's fair enough. I would have played it on the PS2. Um, however, I decided to play it on the Xbox this time. Um, I don't think. Well, to be fair, I didn't try it, but I don't think this is one of the games that's backwards compatible on xbox so i ended up playing it on my uh, my original xbox console i haven't played that for a while got the uh, the old juke controller out so it's been a bit of time since uh, since i played the the original xbox i can't remember the last time i played it for the podcast so how how is that with booting that up yeah it's good i mean i never had an original xbox when they first came out but i quite like them as a console i've got some relatively fond memories of you know watching people play it when i was a bit younger I think it's a it's a cool console, and obviously everyone had the Xbox 360 back when we were teenagers, and here we are now. But yeah, it was good. I think the differences between the PS2 version, the GameCube, and the Xbox they're they're minor, but from what I have read, the the the, the graphics on the Xbox runs a little bit better than the PS2, but in terms of the controls, the PS2 trumps the xbox just primarily because of the ps2 controller had a few more buttons particularly in regards to things like reverts and spine transfers we should probably start at the beginning so we've mentioned that this is the third tony hawk pro skater game on the list 
obviously it's been um, it's been a while since we've done the other two games, but Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3 was one of the very earliest episodes that we did on the podcast, and Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2, I think, was maybe about a year and a half ago, a year ago, maybe. But Yeah, it was when it was 20, 2021, wasn't it? Um, or was it late 2020? Um, I remember you came up to me. Yeah, it was the first we episode we recorded together, Pro Skater 2, wasn't it? Yeah, so that was the first episode we recorded in person together, which is, yeah, quite a fun memory. Yeah, and I mean, important to note as well, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 is the number two rated game on Metacritic. So the fact that there are another two games on the list from that game series is probably important to mention, seeing as, you know, the earliest Pro Skater game on the list is the second highest rated game of all time, according to... uh, amalgamated reviews so yeah there's a few changes with pro skater 4 compared to pro skater 2 and pro skater 3 so do you want to go into a little bit of depth as to what those changes are compared to the other games yeah so whereas with tony hawk's pro skater 2 and 3 um what you do is you you'd pick your level there and you would be given a two minute run and within that two minutes, you would have to kind of tick off as many of the objectives as as you could during the time. And um, because of this, the objectives seemed, well, they were quick and snappy. So you, you might be able to get three or four done within a single run. Um, but Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 4 turns that on its head a bit. And you've got your levels, which are larger this time, and you're placed within the levels. And rather than having your checklist of goals um, from the start and a time limit, you don't have that. Um, What you can do is you can skate up to people or you can free skate if you want and um, you can uh, trigger missions. And once you trigger a mission, you've got something that you have to do, an objective, and usually uh, a time limit associated with that, uh, which could be two minutes, one minute, 30 seconds, depending on the objective. Um, So what actually it does structurally is the objectives tend to be longer um, and you've got this uh, kind of strange space between objectives where you can just free skate and do what you want. Um, so it, it does really change the formula quite a bit. It doesn't turn it on its head. It's still very much the same playing game, um, but structurally it's a bit different. Yeah, it's... I mean, I think the reason that this is the the last Tony Hawk Pro Skater game on the list might be to do with that because this is where Tony Hawk games kind of started to move away from their origins a little bit because like you said the the removal of the 2 minute level mark where it was just you know do as many tasks or or do as many goals as you can in the 2 minutes or get a 6 score or get a pro score that's kind of all gone here because the levels are bigger and there's more for you to explore. And the, the next game in the series is the very highly regarded Tony Hawk Underground, which I've got very fond memories of. I don't know if, if you have as well. Yeah, I completed that one. And um, I mean, I'll, I'll come right out and say, and I, I, from my memory, I enjoyed Underground more than 4. Um, mm. and, and I felt like 4 felt like it was getting a bit stale. Um 
needed a bit of a rejig, for more more so than it actually did. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think Pro Skater 4 was trying to be a little bit different in terms of what had come before it. But in doing that, it lost a little bit of its identity and it wasn't really sure what it was doing. And you've got Pro Skater 3, which was the tried and tested um, kind of vibe that was in the other games. But then you've got Underground, which is the other side of Tony Hawk Pro Skater 4, which was just a free roam game, effectively, that was very, very story focused, that had a few of the old elements of the, the old games in there. But it was its own thing, really. And from there, it went to... To games like American Wasteland and then other games like Project 8 and some of the other ones that I've not played. And then Pro Skater 5 came out about five or six years ago and was completely trashed. Rightly so, because it I think on the day of release it had like a 70 gig update file, which was effectively the entire game because it had been shipped unfinished. But Pro Skater 4, it feels like it's the... I don't know. You, you know, there's that that phrase like the the difficult second album or the difficult second film. Yeah. Even though this is the fourth game in the in the series at the time, it kind of feels like it's it's going through some some growing pains because it hasn't evolved into what it was going to become yet, and it was still somewhat hanging on to the old stuff. But mixing those two together, it just didn't really feel right. You know. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree. Um, so, uh, Pro Skater 3 came out in what, 2002? Pro Skater 4 came out in 2002. Oh, and, 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 two, and Pro Skater 3 2001 then? Let me have a little look. I'll do a little type and a little Google. I can't remember. Um, it came out in... Pro Skater 3 was released... Yeah, in October 2001. So this game came out a year after Pro Skater 3. I thought that it was... Um, yeah, I, th I thought that Pro Skater 3 came out in 2002 and uh, Pro Skater 4 came out in 2003. But there you have it. So yeah, the, the Pro Skater 4 came out in 2002. Right. I've got someone uh, decided to drill in the background, so I'll try and uh, clear the uh, noise in, in the... Or in, in my, my side of the editing, but um, yes, just be aware of that listener. Uh, <laughs> it's very annoying. But uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm thinking that they knew that something needed needed to be done to inject it with a bit of life, but um, they weren't quite sure what to do. So they tried this new formula and it wasn't really enough. And it seems like there was quite a, a quick turnaround between the games. Um so yeah, maybe that explains that. I don't quite know. Yeah, perhaps it's the, the the thing that I find confusing is this is it feels very different from the other games, and there are good elements to it, and you know it feels quite tight. But when you compare it to three, which granted I, I hold a lot of nostalgia for, and the heights of Tony Hawk Pro Skater Two, which if I remember correctly, we didn't we didn't love it but we understood why it was there maybe not quite as high as it is at number 2 in the top 100 list but we got it whereas this game i don't really get what it's doing on this list yeah yeah i i would agree with that um yeah let's uh, let's let's delve more into uh, i suppose the gameplay with with gameplay as king we we always ask the, the two questions um well firstly is this game fun 
yeah i mean it's still fun that the formula in that way still works it's it controls very much the same as pro skater 3 did um so i think i'd be it would be silly to say it's not fun that being said some of the objectives here are very 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 frustrating and it takes some of the fun out of it i'd say it's not as fun as the previous games but there is still fun to be had yeah it's I mean, to me, I think I said that Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 and Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3 were fun. And I couldn't turn around and say this game isn't fun because it's effectively the same thing, but just with a bit of a different coat of paint, I suppose. And it is fun, but I didn't find this game as fun as the other games. But something that I quite liked about this, I am I prefer the, the insular vibe of the previous games where you're in a small not small but a a small to medium setting and you've got two minutes before the clock runs out and then you start again with this one it's a bit bigger and it means that some of the lines that you're going on to get you know the um the skates or if you're collecting other things like graffiti or whatever there there's a lot more to it there's a lot more skill because they do get increasingly complicated but yeah I agree that it does also feel quite frustrating sometimes and some of the levels have a, a much heavier difficulty curve than than others, even though some of them will show up later in the game and others will show up earlier. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, I, I think the changing up the levels fundamentally altered um, the way that you play this game and I, I also much prefer the two minutes in the smaller levels, that snappier arcade gameplay. Yeah. Now, what you've got here is still arcadey, but yeah, you're right. Your objectives are more sh- more spread out. Um, timings are tighter because each object objective has its own timer. And I mean, some of the stuff in there is is really a head scratcher. Um, there's the I don't know if you tried the slalom. Um, stuff that they've got in there it's uh you are lying on your back on the board and you've got to weave around these cones and it gets progressively more difficult and it's, it's i think it's called the slalom sl- snake run and it i mean i managed to do the last one um but it wasn't really fun and i looked online and there are a ton of people complaining about the slalom and there's also some other other levels like this there's some ones where you're skitching on the back of a police bike that drove me a bit mad. Yeah. Um, there's one where you're sketching on the back of an elephant. Um, it seems like it's moving away from just the pure skateboarding. Um, and it's kind of getting to what Tony Hawk's would become, but it doesn't really commit to it. You've kind of got these elements that are a bit jackassy. Um, yeah. And I think not really. Com- I think in the Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2, or I don't know, it might have been the 3, but I, I think I mentioned that previously, that the, the games at this point, because skating was becoming more and more mainstream, particularly in the early noughties, but it, it was also very heavily linked to things like Jackass. Uh, you know, you've got um, Bam Margera was obviously, he used to be a professional skater, and he was featured in these games, and Bam was a very prominent member of the Jackass crew. There is a lot of that stuff, particularly in the later Tony Hawk games, that kind of... It it 
it doesn't cease to be a skateboarding series, but it it feels like it's a skateboarding game as well as something else. Funnily enough, obviously GTA came along and kind of upended everything. I feel like um, these games are strangely enough um, influenced by GTA. Certainly after 4, um, I feel like they were trying to get on board with what GTA was doing. You had the uh, the graffiti, you had the fact that you could drive cars, and it really you had the storyline as well, which was, I suppose, on the verge of being a sort of a gang-style thing. Yeah. Um, so I, I feel like these games were heavily influenced by that, but... Yeah, I do prefer um, I do prefer Thug, but yeah, I mean, I I, I I like Underground a lot as well, and I I also quite enjoyed American Wasteland. I don't remember it very well, but I remember that I played a lot of it when I was a teenager. I liked it quite a lot. But when it well, there's two main elements to mention in a Tony Hawk Pro Skater game. One of them is the levels, and the other one is the music. And we've praised both of those things quite heavily in uh, 2 and 3. So firstly, what was your favourite level in Pro Skater 4? Um, I was thinking about the levels. And this is one of my main criticisms of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 4. Um, it kind of moves away from the campy, cartoony sort of stuff. And you've got a lot more realistic levels for better or worse. And there are some people I'm sure would like those levels. Um, I mean, you've got the, the real skate park, you've got the, the a number of cities, you've got Chicago, you've got... Um, London. Yeah, London London was one of the better ones. Yeah, I like London. Um, I thought it was a bit different. Um, but you've got a couple of other um, American cities as well. And I think to me, the two levels that kind of stood out as being a bit different... Um, I really liked um, Alcatraz. I yeah, that was me. great. That was like an old school Tony Hawk's level. Um, I wish they were all like that. And it was full of quirky objectives, whereas Ghosts some of the other levels aren't. Yeah. And it had the old thing as well where you unlock certain parts of the level the further, the more objectives you did, which again was something from Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 and 3. Um, whereas a lot of the levels actually are open from the beginning, uh, which is a shame. Uh, I think the other level that stands out thematically, even if it's not as fun to play, is the zoo. Um, it's just something a bit different, even though some of the objectives there are painful. <laughs> the elephant. But yeah, I quite like London. But yeah, I'd have to say, without a doubt, easily my favourite level is Alcatraz. How about you? Yeah, Alcatraz was mine as well. I also quite like London. Uh, but another one that I, I quite enjoyed was the carnival. Yeah. The... The worst one, for my money, would be the um, the shipyard. I think the shipyard is the second yeah, yeah. level, isn't it? The shipyard. And I think it's like the fourth level. I thought it was okay. I can't. It's been about a week or week and a half since I played it. But I think with the shipyard, and I've watched a few critiques on this game as well, comparing it to the others. It's mentioned a lot that you don't get the option to walk in this game. That that first comes in in uh, Tony Hawk Underground. Yeah. And the amount of clutter in the shipyard, it makes it quite easy to get stuck or to bounce into things or to not be able to control it properly, which having a walking feature at, at that point would have been ideal for a level like shipyard. But I think that's probably the weakest. I would 100% agree with that. I think you expand the levels to this point 
um, it really kind of shines a light on the skating and actually sometimes skating between things in these very large open levels is just not that functional so I would have preferred there to be a walk feature and I, I did think that several times while I was playing this game yeah and obviously that comes in in, in the next installment but the, the other big element that I just mentioned there is music and I think we really praised the Pro Skater 3 soundtrack you know you've got some massive songs in that game and uh, the Pro Skater 2 soundtrack as well is equally as good this one has got quite a few good songs in there but it didn't feel as memorable this one didn't do much for me um i felt like the songs that they had were a bit more underground um forgive the pun but they yeah they they weren't as iconic and and it to me it seemed like maybe they paid a little less for licensing um there is there's nothing even close to ace of spades or anything like that um yeah i was i was really that was one thing that again i I felt like the personality in this game was desaturated and one of the elements was the music i felt like it was missing a lot of the fundamental things that made the other two so silly and entertaining um was missing here yeah, you know, there were a few songs in, in the soundtrack that, that stuck out to me. Um, Anarchy in the UK by the Sex Pistols. I used to really enjoy listening to the Sex Pistols when I was a teenager. NWA Express Yourself was in there as well. Um, and also, they're not a particularly, well, I won't say well-known band, but they, they were never super mainstream, but uh, a band called Less Than Jake um, with a song called yeah, All My I Friends know, and Metalheads. I, I think... You know, there are some good songs in here, but it isn't, like you say, it isn't to the level that it was in Pro Skate 3 with, you know, songs like the Ace of Spades. Um, you know, there were some really big tracks in that. And also, I did a bit of research on the, the whole playlist because there, there are a few songs in here, obviously, that I don't know because I don't know every pop punk song that ever was released. Why not? Because I don't work for a music label in the year 2005 unfortunately but if i did i would know all of the names but the um something i found quite funny is that the the professional skater chad musker he's got like three songs in this game and i mean chad musker's always been a little bit odd anyway but his songs in here they're not bad it's not my kind of thing but i don't know i just wanted to to shout that out because I don't think there was anything like that in the previous games where you've just got no. a, a professional a professional skateboarder adding three of his songs into the game, you know? That is a little bit odd. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's called Musker Beats. I always I always wonder what happened at Neversoft because this was a this was a developer that was at one time quite literally on top of the world. Yeah. Couldn't do much wrong. And it just seemed like a steady tumble into irrelevance until Activision did the remaster of 1 and 2 um, yeah it, very very strange what seems to have happened yeah it, it, it's a shame and I think um, I can't remember which which Pro Skater, uh, which Tony Hawk game was their last one but they it might have even been Pro Skater 5 I don't know but it was flung out to basically try and get a last cash bag uh, a, cash um 
cash grab from so the license. The license. Yeah, yeah, and then the, yeah. the license went. And yeah, I, I don't know if that was Neversoft that that did Pro Skater Five. It might not have been, but yeah, it, it, it's a shame. Um, well, Do you remember a Neversoft game called Gun? I'd never played it, but I, I know of it. Yeah, <clears throat> it's a Western game. We might have mentioned it in the in the Red Dead episodes because I'm I'm quite a big fan of that game. Um, that was a really good game, and, and again, it was during this period where they. They were still making really good stuff, but I don't. I don't quite know what happened. I'll be interested to find out. There you go. That's your homework. <laughs> That's your homework for this evening. So, I think we've made it quite clear that we're not huge fans of this game. I think it's all right for what it is, but the question of the week this week is in regards to where the series kind of went. And we've mentioned that Pro Skater 2 and 3 are on this list, as is obviously number 4, because we're talking about it. But Tony Hawk Underground, it seems, is a very highly regarded game in the series, and it was very different from what came after it. And I would argue, on the basis of zero evidence, that (laughs) Tony Hawk Underground is more renowned than Tony Hawk Pro Skater 4. Why? I would say it's definitely more remembered yeah so why do you think pro skater 4 is on this list but a game like tony hawk underground isn't well i'm going to start that with a question for you i don't know if you can check it but what what meta score did underground get because i have a feeling it wasn't too far off the list i'll have a look all right i will keep talking so i it's it's like the um I don't I don't know what this analogy is, but is is there something to do with the, the I don't know the middle child the the it's it's um it, it's the middle ground between two and three, which were the peak Tony Hawk and Underground, which kind of um, reinvented itself, and it doesn't have the character or the charm of two and three. Um, and it doesn't reinvent like uh, Underground did. So it's a case of, to me, it's a really simple thing. It was trying the same old formula one too many times. And and there are people that are fans of this game. Some people love Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 4 and think it's um, the last good one, the last pure one. Um, but for me, as a sort of casual fan... I, I don't think I'll ever play it again, and it just doesn't. I, I can understand why it, people don't remember it. It is quite forgettable. Yeah. Um, with only a couple of standout levels. Well, I've just looked it up, and Tony Hawk Underground came out a year after Pro Skater Four, and it's got a meta score of ninety, um, whereas okay. Pro so Skater Four has ninety four. But yeah. if you look at the user score, Pro Skater 4 has a user score of 8.3 yeah. and Underground has a score of 8.7. Okay, so it's obviously um, time has been kinder to Underground than 4. I think so. Um, yeah, and, and I, I I would rather it would it, it be on this list, but it's, it's, it's really hard to put your finger on exactly why 
why it is the way it is and why it just doesn't chime with me. Um, what do you think in answer to your own question? I, I honestly don't know. I, I really don't know how to answer that question, which I know isn't fantastic for content, but it's... I, I was thinking about this earlier on, on the drive back from work, that Underground was a really big shake-up uh, shake for the series, and it was something that they hadn't done before. And like you say, it feels like Pro Skater 4 was just sticking to the safe option even though it doesn't feel like that really paid off and the only thing i can think of maybe is that i mean a meta score of 90 is still really impressive you know not yeah, very impressive yeah like not many games hit the 90s but i don't know i really don't know and particularly when you look at some other games that are on this list that we don't think deserve to be there you compare that to, to to Tony Hawk Underground, and I think that if Underground were on this list as well, it would be probably in second place for most games in a series that are on the list, probably a second to Zelda, um, or maybe drawing with Mario. But, yeah, I, I, I honestly don't know how to answer the question. I really wish that Underground was on the list, though, because... In my opinion, and for my money, it's a much much better game, and it's much more fun. You know, you could always include it as part of your fifteen, and then we can have, a, have a, another playthrough of that. I wouldn't be against that. I mean, I could do, and I'll see how much I want to play Underground when it comes to my fifteen games. But my fifteen get—I don't know if I've finished my list of my fifteen. If I've got space, maybe. Um, I think I'm up to twenty-five, and I've got to reduce it to fifteen. <laughs> wow, that's uh, yeah, that's, that's a lot of games. Is it? Um... Yeah, it's, it's fun. It's fun cutting, chopping, and changing. So it's quite a fun exercise. So, I'm, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm assuming that your list is just Petscop fifteen times. Yeah, Petscop for anyone that doesn't know was a weird meme, um, sort of fake PS One game that was on YouTube. That was like a horror game, but it was very interesting. It's worth worth searching it out on YouTube if you're intrigued by a weird. PS1 horror game. The famous line, that's a dead kid. Yep. <laughs> Classic. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. Maybe we can talk about Petscop one day, even though it doesn't actually exist. Yeah, that'll be on my list. That's right, 15 times. Yep. 14 times with one being Angry Birds. But yep. we continue. <laughs> so It's gone off the rails today. Yeah. We've, no, had, we've had a long rails. We'll just call this podcast off the right. Ra- now we can't call it off the rails because that's the name that of the Hague Street name, podcast. Actually. We'll come up with something else. But but yeah. in in conclusion, then, do you think this game deserves to be on the list? Um, I can confidently say that there are one too many Tony Hawk's games on this list. I'm perfectly content with it just being two and three. Um, I wrote in my notes because I, I, I kind of wrote a couple of notes, just a couple of notes when I was playing the game, um, expressing my thoughts. And one of my notes was that it lacks personality. And I think that statement can be made um, throughout the way that the game works, um, From even from the graphics. I feel like this game looks more uh, less colourful than the other games. And although the graphics haven't really advanced between the games, it just looks a bit more quote-unquote 
realistic. Yeah. Um, but for me, that's not as good a thing. And and funnily enough, I remember when um, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 4 came out and I looked at the screenshots and I, I felt like that at the time. Um, so there is a sort of shift in aesthetic, even down to the fact that I, I, I might be wrong, but there, there, there's a there's a lack of unlockable secret characters in this game. I think the, there's um, not certainly. a lack, but th- there's not as many as there were previously. I mean, the the standout one in Pro Skater Four is Django Fett because um, right, this game came out the same year as Star Wars Episode Two. Um, right. So Django Fett, and to be fair, from watching, I didn't unlock Django Fett, but from watching videos of Django Fett game, gameplay, it does look fun because you, you can use his jetpack. But yeah, I, I agree there isn't as many you can unlock, I don't think. But that being said, I didn't delve to the point where I unlocked secret characters, you know? And, and also this game, I don't I don't actually think we mentioned it. Um, I mean, my mind's been a bit all over the place uh, with this episode, uh, kind of processing my thoughts. But so with this game, it, it works differently to unlock things. Um, you've got money that you get from completing your objectives and you also occasionally get stat points those stat points are so important to completing some of the later objectives you just won't complete them without those stat points um although i'm sure there's someone out there who's done a one stat point or zero stat point oh yeah of course run of the because there always is but for me as a, as a a pedestrian tony hawks pro skater player um I, it was very very necessary but um yeah, so you, so you rack up your money, and you can also collect money around these very, well, these these much larger worlds, and you can unlock levels. Um, but you unlock levels by completing objectives, except for the final two levels, which is Chicago and the Carnival, um, and those you have to go into the shop and you have to buy them. And I don't know, they didn't because of that. It kind of took away this secret level thing that the games used to have because they were just there in the shop ready to buy um so i don't think the change in the other thing is the objectives that you actually do there's a lot of um skill-based objectives there's a lot of um get this high score um grind these rails manual over this uh, platform um Get the combo. That's the new one where you have to, you have to, within a single combo, you have to collect the combo letters. Um, there's a lot of skill-based ones, which I'm sure, again, for some people, those are that's great. That's what they want. But I loved the uh, quirky old objectives in Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Three: Help the Thin Man and uh, Get Chuck stuff unstuck. like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, there there were strange ways that you interacted with the environment and. They're just and, and and the hidden tapes are missing here as well, um, so yeah, it's all in all. I just think some of the personality was taken out of this game, and that's why it's not as memorable. And I, I can easily say for myself, it's the uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater game that 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 least deserves to be on this list out of the three that we've played. Um, how about you? Yeah, I don't think this game deserves to be here, to be honest with you. it's It was fine and it's good for what it was and it, it works well. It isn't a bad game, but it just feels like it's a somewhat backward step compared to 
to its predecessors. And, you know, the, 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 the pro, the, well, not the pro skater, the Tony Hawk games, the, the Tony Hawk series went in some really interesting directions after this. And it was a few years after that, 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 that skate came out and skate really shook things up. But yeah, the, the pro skater games are obviously still very popular, you know, from the fact that the the remake of one and two came out a year or so ago, and it it was pretty big. And I mean, I played it, and it was great. I really enjoyed it. But Pro Skater Four, in my opinion, just takes a bit of a step backwards from being better than its previous game. It just feels the law of diminishing returns. Yeah, it just feels a little bit half baked. But you know, that isn't to say it's a bad game at all. And I respect the people that do really like this game. And maybe it's if a this solid had, game, yeah. And maybe if this had been my first Tony Hawk game, I'd have felt the same. Um, yeah, and I've got zero nostalgia for this game. Yeah, either, same. So that might factor in. But I didn't have any nostalgia for two either. So yeah, maybe that throws blows that argument out of the water. Yeah, it's I don't know. It, it's this is this wasn't a difficult decision for me though to, to come up with that conclusion. Nope. So yeah, that is Tony Hawk Pro Skater Four. We are going to be back next week with another episode. Would you like to... I don't know if we even revealed it a few weeks ago what the next episode was going to be, but please tell us. Um, we are playing the um, the PS1 RPG Chrono Cross, which was recently released. I think we did reveal it. Um, recently released as a remaster on um, several platforms. Um, so yes, that's coming next week. Indeed. In the meantime, if you want to reach out to us, we're on social media, the long short of it podcast. You can email you can email us or no, you can email us. Don't email us at the long and short of it podcast at hotmail.com. And yeah, if if you enjoy these episodes, if you think there's anyone that you know that might like them, please feel free to share, review, subscribe, rate us, tell us that you think we're the best thing since sliced bread it would be greatly appreciated but yeah that's pretty much all from me this week as my mind trails off to talk about absolute yes. garble is there anything else from you today on form next week yes and uh, apologies for the uh what sounded like electric soaring in the background and hopefully you can't hear that <laughs> too much well yes quite well we will see you sans electric soaring next week But in the meantime, take care. See you on the next one.